crime novel. It's about a woman who was killed by her friend. Anyway, it only takes him a few months to finish it, and now he's sending query letters to agents and publishers. You would think that he could get someone to like it. I mean, he graduated top of his class, his major was English, and he has a knack for writing. But there's a problem. After several rejections, more like hundreds, Fred almost quits. On the last rejection, it told him, Don't quit your day job. You don't have the passion. Your writing is good, but the story isn't. So while banging on the walls and screaming out in misery, Fred's dad comes running down the stairs with a bat asking, What's all the commotion about? He is told everything, and the father says, You just need a long-needed break. Get a part-time job. 3. Chapter Overview. Jealousy. So that's what Fred does. He gets a job as a cashier for the local market. There he sees the girl he had asked out in college with another guy. When she comes to his lane, she recognizes him and tries to start a polite conversation. Of course, Fred is embarrassed that he graduated college and is working in a market, but that's not what makes him mad. Her being with another guy isn't even what makes him mad. No, what makes him pissed, upset, angry is that the girl, let's call her Samantha, asks Fred what he does other than being a cashier. And when Samantha's guy, boyfriend, hears about it, he starts to laugh. <laughs> You're the writer who sent me the manuscript that I rejected. Every agent in the company was laughing at you. Sorry, my good man. It's just that when I told you not to quit your day job, I didn't know you were a cashier. Then he laughs again. Pissed, Fred says, You're Johnson from Halona Literary Agency. The man nods. Then, Fred balls his hand into a fist, but instead of punching the man, he just leaves his register and walks out the door, telling his boss that he quits. 4. Chapter Overview Suicide? Depressed, Fred just wants to end his life. He graduated top from college, but he can't get a job worth a darn. He has no cool friends or girlfriend, and the only person that seems to love him is his dad. The same day as the incident, Fred decides to take his life. As he gets prepared to die, he watches on the news about a guy who was arrested for killing women. For some reason, this entices Fred. Not only does the murderer get attention from media and people, but he knows what it's like to kill. With that knowledge, Fred could write a pretty dang good book. He looks over at his desk where the manuscript is. He hasn't read it in a while. And he begins to read it out loud. He realizes how robotic the story sounds, and how there is no emotion or energy. It reads like a term paper. So, instead of committing suicide, Fred decides to do the unthinkable. He decides to become a murderer to get the feel of what it's like. And he won't kill just anyone. He plans on killing Samantha's boyfriend. Maybe that would allow him to write a great story. Outline, Part 2, 5. Chapter Overview, Amateur. Fred comes up with an elaborate plan and even Googles how to murder someone. He thinks he has a solid concept. His weapon of choice is just like the one in his story, a knife. And he would throw the body in the sea, similar to the murderer in his story. When he arrives at Samantha's house, the boyfriend isn't there, only Samantha. But Fred is ready to kill someone, and quite frankly, he doesn't care who it is anymore. He sneaks into the house, ties the woman up, throws her in a sack, and kidnaps Samantha. He takes her to his house and drags her down to the basement. Commotion wakes up his old man, and Fred has to hide the girl somewhere quickly. You decided where to hide her in the basement. Maybe in a dryer or a washer. When the father comes down the stairs with a bat, he asks his son what all the noise is about. Fred says, Nothing, Dad. Go back to bed. I'll be quieter. The dad says, Okay, but here, take this. He gives his son the bat. What's this for, Fred says. The old man says, in case you need it. Fred reluctantly takes the bat as his father walks away. 
Looking at the weapon very closely, he notices something unusual. There were drops of blood on the bat, and it was bent a little at the end. Confused, Fred jogged up the basement stairs to ask his father about what he saw, but he soon overhears his father speaking to someone on the phone. This is what Fred hears. I'm not going to be needing it anymore. Looks like my son is taking after me. It's about time. These women need to pay for not treating their men right. I've done Fred justice smashing his mother's head into tiny pieces. All I ask is that he does the same with that girl he's dragged into the house and thought I didn't notice. Hell, I wish I could see it for myself. One day maybe we can have a father-son killing spree. Holding his mouth open and gripping tightly onto the bat, Fred almost enters his father's room, but decides against it. Instead, he goes back down to the basement, drags the girl up the stairs, takes her back to her home, and leaves a note on the sack that says, Sorry. Mind you, the girl is still in the bag tied up. Her boyfriend would later be able to help her out. Outline, Part 3. 6. Chapter Overview. The Murder. Fred